now you're here, Raj, a.k.a. Backside Attack. Backside Attack, yeah. And uh, earlier, we were talking about this gem, Transformers the Movie yes. from HMV for a very, very good price. 20, yeah, it's 30, 22 bucks. It's 35 I think, on Amazon. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, walk into your HMV, and it's, it's there. Uh, I think um, there's that, always that dispute that this is way better than the Michael Bay versions. And oh, the, I don't think it's a dispute at all. Yeah, there's no, there's none. And um, this is the, this is like the greatest movie. Yeah, this is like the, Transformers. Yeah, this, lore. this is the greatest Transformers movie yeah. ever made. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be very hard to, uh, to, to beat this compared to like Generation One is just so cool. Yeah, like the way the the way the Transformers looked, the way they transform, the feel, the dialogue. Like yeah. the dialogue is incredible. Oh yeah, like like Optimus Prime's death, like we were talking about like last time, I think, is like it was they changed the course of the series. To bring him back because of like the the child fan outcry. Mm-hmm. This is before this is pre-internet. Yep. Pre-internet, they brought back Optimus Prime because kids were fucking losing their shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, their red shirt, blue jeans hero was dead. Exactly. And it was crushing. That's exactly kids. it. Red shirt, uh, blue jeans. Yeah. yeah. Every everyday everyday hero. Yeah, he's almost like a uh, he's a working like man's a, hero. A, a, a working man's <laughs> hero. He's got like a lumberjacky yeah, look to it. Very lumberjacky. And what I love, I think one of the the cool concepts of this movie is that. Um, you know, it takes a lot of cues from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It um, there's a lot of like a lot of people say the Matrix is like uh, the Force, or the Matrix is like the the One Ring that rules them all, or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Uh, the thing I like about this movie, this movie was made just to sell toys, obviously. Right? Yeah, I mean that, 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 that was kind of like the um, I think like the heart of it was they needed more toys. Exactly. We, we mentioned this last time. Yeah. So they made the movie to introduce more Transformers. Exactly. Like they killed off, like they, it brutally killed off like a lot of like beloved characters. Brutally and just like almost flippantly. Like yeah. just, they, just, they were just getting shot in the beginning. Yeah, exactly. Autobot City gets sieged. Yeah. And they're just dying left and right. Oh yeah. And uh, the way Ironhide dies, he gets, uh, like Megatron blows his head off. Yeah. I like, mean, there were some violent, like when you watch this, you wonder to yourself like what was the threat level in the series. Yeah. Because up until now, like Starscream and the the Jets and Megatron, they were bad guys. They weren't like violent, vicious, marauding murderers. No. They weren't raiders. No. And this one, they showed up and they just laid a fucking siege onto Autobot City. Yeah. And killed some tough good guys. Oh, yeah. There was, um, I remember I was watching this, um, there's this link I sent. It has like this one guy did, he put a, he put together this YouTube video that's about two and a half hours long. And it's all about like. It's the special features from the movie. Mm-hmm. It, it views with from the writers, the people who did the the voices, um, unreleased so like, like footage, all aspects of production, everything, mm-hmm. like all everything that's that was uh, like that generation, like regarding generation one that's never been aired. Yeah, Japanese footage, everything. Yeah, and the, they what they did is that um the writer for this, um for this movie, mm-hmm. um they brought him over from GI Joe. Was it was it Hama? I treat. I'm it's not right sure. Here, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not sure what his uh, what his name what his name was. I was watching the Ron interview. Friedman. Yeah, and yeah, so, Ron Friedman. And so what they did was that they wanted to bring more of like more of an edge to it. Mm-hmm. And so um, and he had no idea that uh, kids would go nuts if Optim- when Optimus Prime died. Well, because like GI Joe is is pretty aggressive. Like it the is. movie is really something. Oh like, yeah. That siege again, like it starts like, like a war a war se- or battle sequence on the Statue of Liberty, right? Yep. Which in itself is like a super violent sequence. Mm-hmm. Like you would almost not get away with that. Maybe even in live action. Well, no, maybe in live action now you would. Because TV is getting pretty violent again. Yeah, live Yeah, live. Like Maybe not movie. Yeah. Um, but TV, yeah. Oh, yeah. If there's an anime card. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, TV would get away with it again. Yeah. We were just, um, I mean, not to get too far off topic. We were, I was just talking about this with some guys. The, the other guys. Mm-hmm. About the gore level in TV. And specifically like 
I haven't been on Walking Dead for a while. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of binge-watched it as it came back, and then just got bored of it again, like stupid characters. But mm-hmm. it seems like, I don't know if it's just me, but maybe, like, a lot of viewers were doing that. They were mm-hmm. starting to just get bored of, like, stupid people making stupid choices. Yeah. Now we know why they do that, because if they don't do that, there's no show. Mm-hmm. Smart characters, otherwise smart characters, have to make dumb choices to make sure the show carries on. Yeah. But, like, The Walking Dead is getting almost too much of that. Like, too many stupid characters. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I think the reason is that you have to make... Yeah, you have to make. This sounds kind of weird, but you have to make dumb choices for dramatic effect. Exactly, and, in a TV show. In a TV show, and that's that's not sustainable. Yeah, I don't think it is. And I, well, I think that's. I think they saw it as well. Yeah, which is why the season finale and the season premiere were so gory. Yeah, they were brutal. I don't know if you watch it at all. Or, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch season premiere? I watched season premiere. Yeah. Yeah, we're Glenn. I mean, Glenn, yeah. if you don't know, spoiler alert. Like, Glenn takes it pretty bad. Yeah, he eats it, yeah. Yeah, he eats it, and mm-hmm. his eye is just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah even, like, on, on I, um, a lot of websites are saying it's time to, like, for for Walking Dead to, like, to end. They got renewed for, like, two more seasons. Yeah, I know, yeah. And, and that's the thing, because a lot of people are just saying, like, what, how are you going to change up the formula? Well, like, I mean, yeah. if have you read the comic at all? No, not all of it, no. They're really, whoa, they're re- that was loud. <laughs> there really is a larger world yeah. than, than what they know. I mean, it seems like they've been walking, if if you take it as a, um, I guess, as like a linear story, they've been walking in a straight line for a very long time mm-hmm. and just not bumping into these bigger communities that are right there. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like if you, you know, you struggle and you struggle and you struggle not realizing if you had just gone left instead of right, not two minutes down the road, there's tons of water and a lagoon full of fresh fish. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, if i just gone that way, I wouldn't be hungry, I wouldn't be starving, I wouldn't be thirsty, and I would be safe. Yeah. And that's what, the, what, that's what they're about to see. Mm-hmm. They're about to enter a larger world. Okay. And um, the comics do a really good, I guess, a really good job of telling that story mm-hmm. to where, like, the gore comes down, the violence comes down, and it becomes about community building and the zombies become more of like just an obstacle. An obstacle, yeah. And I mean, there are no more, no more stupid people. Mm-hmm. All the idiots are dead because y- you have to be strong to live in this world now. Mm-hmm. And that's hopefully where the show is going to go. Yeah, because like, I, th- I think they, yeah, like I think that's a good idea because I think that what they have to do is build that strong foundation of like, wow, zombies and gore and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But and then end it off as like, okay, if this really happened, what would be the smart thing to do? Like, what, like, how should this story be laid out and, yeah. and finalized? So, yeah, my, my hope is that they go in that direction. Yeah, give me a bigger world. Yeah. Give me more human issues. And mm-hmm. I, cause I don't need to see zombie gore all the time. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, I just, yeah, because you become desensitized to it and you're like, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay, there's more of it. I can only watch the same characters make dumb choices so many times. And, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you unplug. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird, man. It's like, um... God, God, I was just, again, like the other guys who were talking about, so, oh yeah, we were, we were talking about the zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. that if it were a real thing, I can't remember who I heard talk about it, but somebody mentioned that it would just be one of those things where it's like, just deal with it. It's mm-hmm. going to happen on Tuesday, and by Friday, you've already adapted to it, mm-hmm. and you're just driving around with a shovel in your trunk, because yep. you know, hey, look, a zombie, smack him in the head, bury him in your friend's yard, take his head off, whatever, and it's over. Yeah. You know, that one's taken care of, and everybody's just doing that now. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids are going to grow up being like, oh, it's a zombie, we got to gotta kill zombies right dad and it's like yeah i gotta kill zombies kid yeah. just, that's what you do oh yeah yeah and shovel is your weapon of choice right it's always, always your weapon been. of choice yeah. tree shovel man yeah it's got a long blade and it's got a long handle and it's easy to repair easy repair yeah easy to repair mm-hmm. i feel like that'd be the way to go yep absolutely i totally agree yeah you changed me 
I went with sword, but you're like, but you uh, you made me a believer. The sword <laughs> is a good tool, but you got to make sure you get the right one. Yeah. Otherwise, you've just got like a piece of metal that's gonna break. Yeah. But then again, if you're handy and you have a way to make like holes in metal, yeah, you could probably make a smaller, like pretty good shiv. A shiv, yeah. <laughs> but then again, you're too close you're now. Too close, yeah. So it's it's one of those things. Yeah, I want like Kurgan's broadsword from Highlander. Like <laughs> that thing would never break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's you would snap that thing together in the three parts that you've got. Oh yeah. To go. Yeah, just. Just see me in a movie. Just see me in an empty room, just like uh, putting it together and yep. just uh, and some just, like, like run down. Leave, leave this guy alone. <laughs> yeah, that guy is nuts. <laughs> Who was? I think it was like on the uh, the old Joe Rogan. There, he's talking about certain animals you look at, and mm-hmm. it's just like when you see them, you're like, okay, I gotta leave that thing the fuck alone. Mm-hmm. Like wolves clearly look dangerous. Yeah, and certain people are clearly dangerous by looking at them. Mm-hmm. Like some guys will try to look really hardcore, but they don't carry it. Like yeah. I mean, their body language is like, okay, you're dressed up. You're dressed up like a bad dude, but yeah. your body language and the way you move, you're just a guy playing cosplay. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If your shoulders are, hu- are slung over and you're like, you know what, yeah. this guy's this guy's not a danger to anybody. You're not a danger. Mm-hmm. But certain things move and look a certain way. To, they give you the heebie-jeebies. Like the, that, the heebie-jeebies, yes. Yeah, like that guy is going to give me trouble. Yeah. Man. So oh, yeah. No, I totally agree. Kurgan was that guy. Kurgan was that guy. Like, yeah. yeah. Even the, I was watching um, uh, uh, this uh, – this um, kind of like a video on on Highlander, and they were saying that Clancy was so freaky on set, people no one approached him. Really, no one did. Now was that was he doing like a, a character acting thing, or he yeah, just it looked was, a certain yeah, cause, way? Yeah, because he just looked the way he looked mm-hmm. and the way he, he he was around set. Yeah, um, people were just like were, were afraid to talk to him. Man, that case he looked he looked terrifying. He was like to this day he's one of my favorite villains of all time. Oh yeah, Kurgan's yeah. definitely way up there. Yeah, he's uh and the fa- and then a lot of people don't realize that. For, for those people who haven't seen Highlander, um, uh, number one, what, what's wrong with what's you? What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. what's wrong with you? Uh, there's um, uh, so it's story a story of immortals fighting throughout history, mm-hmm. and they come together uh, the prize the, to fight for the prize, which is like the, the num- which is when there's only one left, mm-hmm. and they come to a and eventually when there's only a few of them left, they uh, there's uh, there's that thing called the gathering mm-hmm. when they all co- they all come into one sp- place to fight for the prize. And the only way they can kill each other is to behead each other. Yeah, which releases the quickening. Yeah, really, which releases the quickening. So you basically get their power. Yeah. And uh, so the thing is that what I really liked about that movie, and I think what a lot of people said was kind of bad about it, um, not bad about the movie, but to say that um, uh, for Christopher Lambert, he didn't speak any English. Or his accent was really strong. It yeah, it was thick. It was. I think thick. He, he had English, but he had a very thick accent. That yeah. Now what my argument with that is is that um, in a good way is that. He's been alive for God knows how many years. Yeah, he's traveled. Yeah, he so, won't have a normal sounding accent. I, I, I can't. I know he's French. Yeah, but you can't state where like uh, where he's from. No, because remember that cop asked him, and he's like, he goes, "You talk funny, Nash. Where you're from?" And he looks at him, and he's like, "Lots of different places." Yeah, that is perfect. Even when he says his name at one point, that like when he says the way he says Russell Nash, yeah, it doesn't sound European. It doesn't sound Scottish. It doesn't sound American. Like he's got a very strange way of saying his own name. Yeah, he's so unassuming. It's like yeah. it's um that character is so cool. Like I remember when I watched, first watched that when I was in elementary school. Um, I got so addicted to that movie mm-hmm. that um my cousin showed it to me, and every time I went to his house, he had it on on VHS, and they always go out and uh go into like the River Bend like River Valley and stuff like that. And they're like, I'm like, I'm not gonna go. I'm like, I'm gonna sit here and watch this movie. Again. Oh yeah, yeah. I got addicted to it, and I it's uh. Yeah, for those of you who haven't seen it or watching this or listening to this, go watch that movie. Oh, yeah. The original. Don't watch the Adrian Paul TV shows. Watch the original Highlander. Yeah. W- watch it first. Yeah. 
because the Adrian Paul show is still phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Like get, on its own. Yeah, yeah. So get your foundation. Watch the first Highlander. Yeah. Like you don't have to watch the rest of the Highlander movies, mm. but watch the original Highlander. Definitely movie. watch a Highlander one. Yeah. Because I mean, it's got a even like the story doesn't carry over number two. No. And it barely carries. I mean, the the third movie is a direct sequel to the first movie. Yeah. But it still doesn't have the same idea of the quickening. No, not at all. Which I think the, the series did a really good job of carrying all that. I think so. The yeah. mythology in the series is built up perfectly mm-hmm. to where it's like, you know, you're waiting for the prize, which you don't even know what it is, but it could be immortality, or it could be um, your last one. You get the quickening, the knowledge of all the other ones, yeah. all the other immortals, or it could be mortality. Yeah. And really, they all kind of want to be mortal. Yeah. Except for Mythos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he does not want to be mortal. He just wants to live forever in a lighthouse, in a lighthouse and not yeah. give a shit about anybody else's problems. Not at all. Yeah, that's true. There yeah. was um, uh, I remember I was uh, yeah, because I think what that movie is um, I think what it has is um, it has such a cool combination of a lot of things at that at that time. And I think the most important thing was that you that movie would not have worked as well if it didn't have Queen in the soundtrack. Oh, what an incredible soundtrack! Unbelievable. Yeah, and that, were, that CD, well, that album. That album, yeah, uh, and, and no magic. official soundtrack. No, it was just it was the Queen album. Yeah, it's like kind seven, of magic. Seven or eight songs are on that album, mm-hmm. uh, um, and that's about it. Yeah, it's not a huge one. Not at all, but like, man. Like Great just, cover art, too. Oh, just That weird caricature-looking cover art that it's got. Oh, it's, it's, cr- really it's incredible. Cool. I just, uh, um, that's when I, when I sent you that 4K uh, tra- uh, trailer. Yeah, like, you, yeah, you shared that in the uh, in our group chat there. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and that, was, that was weird because... When I wa- I just finished watching the uh, Silver Surfer Halloween costume thing, and yeah, that's, well, that's when and that's when that text went out, and I was like, "That's cool, man." Yeah. I'll link that up as well. Is that Silver Surfer? I costume? think we should. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. There's a dude in I think it's New York. Yeah, yeah he does in New York. Yeah. Now he's he's clearly like not perfect. Like he's got hair. He's got a goatee. It looks like, and he's wearing sneakers. Yeah. But his body paint to look like the surfer is a Jack Kirby tribute. Yeah, absolutely. It's really cool. Oh yeah, there's a, there's the making of it as well on, the, on YouTube, and also there's he does an Aladdin one. Oh no way! Yeah, like the people, like, there's girls screaming because, like, you know, everyone loves Aladdin. Yeah, girls, and, girls love Aladdin. Yeah, and um, the but the Silver Surfer one, people are just going. Cr- I must have, I've seen thing. it. Yeah, I saw yeah, it's go. crazy. People are just like, there's Silver fucking. I mean, surfer. cops were high fiving him. Oh yeah, and cops were illegally like taking pictures using their phone while they're driving, and it's so cool, man. It's like he united that entire street. Yeah, and he's cruising on that longboard. Oh, it's crazy. Like he's really moving, and he's doing all sorts of weird movements too, where he looks like the Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, he's a dude who cares about the cartoon or the, the character oh yeah and yeah, yeah there's a bunch of like um yeah a b- bunch of like guys who you wouldn't even assume there was little uh w- w- who were fans of silver surfer yeah like they're just looking by and they're like okay that that's that's so solid like that was like one of the coolest parts of this year in it's comic con like we went to the the expo the edmonton Ent- entertainment expo did you go and yeah we went and we dressed up oh yeah we okay. all had costumes on mm-hmm. and uh like we had i i know like myself for sure like i know i had one and dan who was dressed as she-ra it's from he-man Except yep. Dan's got all the brutal, like he's got tons of tattoos, so he looked kind of like a burnout She-Ra. Oh yeah, <laughs> she's she, really yeah. She was who's seen better days. <laughs> she's seen better days. This is like She-Ra, clearly like at the end of her career, yeah. And it's been a rough one, yeah. Like he goes, he's walking down the hallway, and there's one like tiny girl who must have been like nine years old or eight years old. She's like She-Ra, high five, done, and like just kept on walking, like nothing really? else was said. She just like called his name out. And he's like, sup? She high fived him, boom, boom, keep on going. Oh man, that just made his day. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh yeah, the, those kind of moments are the are the best. Oh I yeah, think. and that's why they do it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like the the whole the Silver Surfer thing, he's making people happy. Oh yeah, and it makes him happy. He's making them happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree. There was um, uh, oh what was it? 
um, I was yeah, I was watching this one uh, at New York, at uh, San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and there's these guys who were like following this one Asian girl who was like, uh, um, just as a schoolgirl, and just like doing that same thing where they cover their mouths when they laugh. The and, teehee. Yeah, and they're like, "Excuse me, can you, do you mind doing something like like flirting for us with the camera?" And mm-hmm. she turned around, she flashed her ass, and they they did a close up of her face. She's like, "Thank you," and the guys, and then she goes, uh, "No problem, bro." Oh, it's a dude. Great. <laughs> it's a really good Asian-looking guy. Really well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. For Halloween, you had a kid who came here. He was like, a, he must have been like 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't started talking, I would not have known that was a guy. But um, the friends who were there were all like giving him the candy. I'm like, what are you? And what are you? And she was dressed like, just like, um, I guess if Guile were a chick mm-hmm. in Street Fighter. The bomber oh, okay. jacket, like dressed like almost like an army, like army brat kind of look to her. Yeah. And then the other girl who came in, I'm like, what are you? She told me she's like a ninja or a samurai or geisha, whatever the hell she was. And she's like, yeah. that's my sister. And the guy's like, yeah, I'm her sister. I'm like, oh, oh shit, you get all the candy. <laughs> You're killing it. Yeah. Like, he's doing such a good job oh, of, yeah. of the costume, right? Yeah. I think I think with kids, like, you know, if they, if they put forth the effort or if they're really adorable or whatever, just unload your candy on them. Yeah, they get a kick out of it. They get a kick out of it. Yeah. They love that. Or like the little kids. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the really small ones. Oh yeah. Just stare at your bowl. Like, do I get all that? Like, yeah. what? What's the deal here? Oh yeah. They I, have I, no I, idea what Halloween is. Yeah, I've had kids come to my house because uh, they want to play with my dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and they're so tiny. But like, uh, I was like, then it makes you flash back to your own childhood when you were trick or treating. And I'm oh like, yeah. Uh, just that's why for me Halloween is my favorite time of year. Yeah, it it is hands down my favorite of the holidays. Holidays of yeah. like the days. The days. Yeah. yeah, I love Halloween. Yes. I've always wanted to go all out. But then I'm afraid of becoming that guy who like goes all out every year mm-hmm. and just like running myself bankrupt <laughs> from from doing the whole thing. So I've got enough room around the house to build a pretty cool like not obstacle course, but just like a like a scary walk. Yeah. I've always kind of had this in the back of my head. Or I'm going to make it like a scary walk. I'm going to do that. Yeah. But uh, shit, man, I can find myself rabbit holing that pretty bad. Oh, yeah. like That's what I like about um, uh, uh, James Rolfe, a.k.a. Uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah shout out to that guy. Um, he's uh that guy, I've never seen someone, someone who loves Halloween as much as that guy. He just goes nuts. He eh? goes nuts. He yeah. does something in his garage. He does a Halloween cinema massacre. Uh, every day of Halloween, he reviews a, ho- a horror movie. And, that is uh, really cool. Yeah, he's a horror movie junkie. And um, uh, for those listeners who haven't don't know who he is, go to Cinema Massacre on YouTube and subscribe to his channel. His videos are crazy. Like uh, old school Nintendo uh, uh, reviews, and uh, he, he he does the Angry Video Game Nerd. Uh, he's got a very cool. Like, I mean, he built himself at first on that Angry Video Game Nerd. Yeah. But he just expanded that character. Absolutely. Like it's no longer just the Angry Nerd. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a really cool. Absolutely. Thing out there. Yeah, he crowdfunded his own movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, um, total props to that guy. I love that guy. Yeah, he does mm-hmm. some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really cool stuff. Cool. Speaking about video games, mm. what do you think about the uh, the reveal for the NX, the Switch, the Nintendo Switch? Okay, here's my opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know from what I know of it, um, this is. I'm assuming that this is Nintendo's last chance. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. So yeah. this is their last chance to make a viable console. Mm-hmm. This doesn't mean the end of Nintendo. Uh, but I think if they were to license their properties out to Xbox or to PlayStation mm-hmm. um, or to mobile, they'll make a ton of money. They'll probably make I more think money. They could. Yeah, they'll make both probably. They, they could probably make more money even. Yeah, because it's going to sell on hundreds of millions of units. They do have like a core group. Yeah, if they just do like Super Smash Brothers, um, Mario Kart, anything Zelda, anything and uh, yeah, exactly. and anything Mario, anything Mario. And let's say they just do that right with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They license only to Sony. Mm-hmm. They're gonna make a killing off those licenses. Yeah. Now I don't know how that works, but I think they'll do. They'll be successful enough. They'll yeah. sell a lot of units. 
my whole thing with, with that is that um, if they if they license to Sony, I if if they were smart, they would do it to everybody because mm-hmm. um, the cause you think they they shouldn't go exclusive to one console. I don't think they should. Yeah, no, because then that that's just like Sony could just because that that creates more of a monopoly, and yeah. then, so they they know that um, no company stays on top forever. Yeah. So um, because they were on top when the Wii came out, mm-hmm. and now so, uh, Sony's on top now. Now Microsoft looks like they're going to be on top pretty soon. Microsoft is really steamrolling right yeah. now. So like, um, if they were smart, they would they would you know look at the market right now and just see this trends and like see where everyone's going. Mm-hmm. Make it for both. Yeah, just so, make it make it yeah. for either console. Make it for both. I think they they can the the, the games. I'm assuming are not hard to program for the for the consoles i can't imagine there's a i mean there's a whole lot that goes on to porting those games i wouldn't think so no and um the because the controllers are pretty much the same right they would get rid of the gimmicky like wii u controller and stuff yeah. like that right um but uh as for the switch itself mm-hmm. um it looks i think it does everything a regular uh a regular console should do right you'll yeah. play the games if you want to hook it up to your your big screen TV and mm-hmm. played on big screen, it'll show it in you know fantastic image quality and all that stuff, right? The portability version of it, I think, um, is great. Mm-hmm. How many people are actually going to? Because it, it's cool, like it's a cool idea. Yeah. How many people are actually going to use that? Who knows? Now, my okay, so I've got I've got two ways to go with that. Okay. Now it's kind of based off of you know in a sense at least how I feel mm-hmm. is the Nvidia Shield. Yeah. Um. The tablet. Tablet. Yeah. And I've got a shield. Mm-hmm. I love that thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's maybe the best portable purchase I've ever made. Mm-hmm. For gaming, it's phenomenal. Like it plays it plays full version games very fast, and it's it's got no lag at all. It runs the K1, which is the Tegra K1. Yeah. That's the uh, the SOC, and it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Now you're getting a custom version of I think the X1. Well, it, you're at least getting. A custom version of something similar to the X1 for this, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's going to have a problem running. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to run. It's obviously it's going to run um, Skyrim uh, remastered. Yeah, it'll run uh, Unreal Engine Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Unreal Four as well. Mm-hmm. So it's going to it's going to be powerful yeah. no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the one thing we saw before this was the uh, the, the PlayStation, mm-hmm. the portable or the Vita, right? Mm-hmm. That that should have worked fine and been a great console, but no no games. The oh, yeah. shittiest the shittiest titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had maybe a couple sports titles. You had like FIFA. You had um like two K, two K. Yeah, uh, it was it wasn't, it wasn't supported. It was left to die. Yeah, there mm-hmm. was nothing on there worth playing. Yeah, it was it was a garbage a garbage list of titles, and I don't think you're gonna get that from Nintendo, which is why it's gonna be successful. Yeah. As, a, as a portable unit, I think um yeah also yeah I totally agree because yeah. I think they they show the licensing <clears throat> partners that are gonna work with them. There's some like big it's names. All, it's all the heavy hitters. Yeah, it's Ubisoft. It's um. It's Activision. It's Activision. Bl- it's all those guys. Blizzard. Everybody's well, maybe not Blizzard, but everybody's on board with this thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think it's um, uh, and people are excited about it. Mm-hmm. And so uh, um, it's a, it is basically a two in one. Yeah. So. Well, really, it's a three in one. It's yeah, it's a three in one basically. I mean, yeah, if you true, want to, you can take your little mini mini unit, set it aside, grab your two controllers, and you can play with your little uh, your mini controller. Mini controllers, exactly. So yeah. you can still have your Mario Kart on the go. Yeah. Now, how long it lasts, we don't know. I mean, hopefully, it's like a five hour battery at least. Yeah, that, right? that's the thing. We don't know what the uh, maybe, and hopefully that it has an output for it, so you can actually hook up to DC. Like maybe you can plug yeah. it in. I mean, just give it a mini USB or a USB C. Yeah. And then plug that thing, and you're good to go. Oh yeah. So if they accessorize yeah. it properly, then yep. uh, then it, I don't see a problem with it. No, because I mean. Really, anywhere you go these days, you can plug your shit in. Yeah, you can plug it into your car if you want to. Yeah, and if, to go. yeah. And if you're sitting there for five hours in the middle of nowhere playing video games, you have there's problems. something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah exactly. you've got problems. You have problems. So. You're either on a flight or you've got some real addiction issues. You gotta, yeah, you gotta exactly. work out. Exactly. And even if you're even if you're on a flight, 
there's there's got to be a way where you can plug it in. So I, I'm pretty sure they'll be fine. Yeah, they shouldn't be worried too too much about battery life. Yeah. So in that context, um, as long as the games are good, mm-hmm. um, and it can run third party software. Yeah. Which I which is it's going to do. It's it's obviously going to be able. To yeah. So um, I don't. I think it's going to be Nintendo's. I think it'll be a hit for Nintendo. I'm I'm fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Because like they really need it. I yeah, me too. Like like N- Nintendo is floating in cash right now, mm-hmm. but. Um, they can't afford for they can't aff- no company can afford flops. You have to move units. No, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're boring and nobody wants to play your shit and yeah. you're folding up shop because you can't sell new units, uh, yeah, nobody nobody's gonna care, right? No they're, one's gonna care. Gonna, yeah. They're gonna close down and go away, and people are gonna lament Nintendo. Yeah, because I think because what they showed in that trailer, um, Skyrim, um, there's that there they showed there's, NBA 2K, and um, maybe yeah, the 2K they had that Splatoon game, Splatoon game, yeah, uh, which is probably Mario gonna be a sequel, Kart. I think. Um, yeah, I Mario think so, Kart, yeah. and. Uh, the new Mario game, whatever it is. Yeah, the new Mario game, Legend of Zelda looks crazy. Yeah, Breath of the Wild looks really looks cool. Looks nuts. Um, that, that's been getting rave reviews. So, mm-hmm. um, just based on just based on what people have seen so far. So, that, and um, the uh, the Ubisoft president there, mm-hmm. he wouldn't shut up about it. He's like, they've got they've got a real console now. Oh yeah, he's been he's been like running off at the mouth for like yeah before way before it was even released. Yeah, before we knew what it was. Yeah. I mean, back in, like, uh, the end of summer, mm-hmm. I think, is when he started talking about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Which is cool, man, because, I mean, like, you really need... You need some guys who are, who are like, legit yeah. to back your shit. Mm-hmm. That, that's, like, a rhyme. Yeah, legit <laughs> to back bad. your shit, yeah. But you need some legit dudes to be like, yeah, it's a good machine, and we're we're going to be happy with it. We're going to run our, our games on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if it can run all that, we're, we're good to go. I think it's cool because you can... Um the Nintendo experience is unlike any other experience. Like, when, oh, totally true. Yeah. So, like, um, because I'm, I'm in, yeah, camp. Like, I'm not like I, I, I have an Xbox, but like, mm-hmm. um, I think you should whatever, whatever console you have, the console you have, that's totally cool. But like, um, but I also have a Wii U, mm-hmm. and I've, I have a Super Nintendo, and I have, Nint- I have all the Nintendo games, and I have all the Super Nintendo games, on a modded Xbox. But um, there's something about playing. Being in the Nintendo, I guess for lack of a better term, being in the Nintendo universe, yeah, you are. It's not like playing. It's like it's like it doesn't feel like you're playing video games. No, it, they're fun. It doesn't. They're fun. You feel like a little kid. Exactly. Nintendo, like whether it's Zelda or a Mario game, whatever it is, Mario Kart, they don't feel like other games. They don't. And they're competitive. Yeah. It's not like they're not competitive. Like yeah. you play them and you're you're into them. Yeah, exactly. Zelda is not an easy game. You're just gonna walk through. Like Zelda's a tough game. Mm-hmm. There are puzzles. There are situations that you need to figure out. Yeah. As much as Skyrim. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it's just fun. Without, yeah, it's more fun without the frustration of of Skyrim. Yeah, and uh, or Dark Souls three, for example, or something oh, like that. Oh man, Dark yeah. Souls will ruin your life. Yeah, exactly. It's all pitching and rolling. That's all it is. Yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> it's just rolling out of the way and like stab. Yeah. What do you call it? It's the uh, what's it called? Poke and move, man. Poke and move. Stick and move. Stick and move. Stick, yeah, stick and move. move. Stick and move. They're, yeah, they're rough. I know. It's just uh, um, yeah. I, I my personal opinion is that um, if I had to put money on, if I had to bet. Mm-hmm. I think I think Nintendo. I think the Switch will be a, will be a success. I would hope Cause, so because the thing is, the industry wants it to be. They they really do. They do. I think the fans want it to be. Yeah. The industry wants it to be. Like everybody wants Nintendo to have a great machine. Mm. I would have been happy with just like if they had put out a box that looked exactly like the NES mm-hmm. with cartridges that were massive that played like you know like full size games like games like Skyrim and whatnot and a better controller. I'm totally happy. I would, that. Yeah, I'd be, to- I'd be totally. Yeah, happy how cool that. that would be if somebody like put one of those boxes on the table and was like, "Check it out, Skyrim on cartridge." Yeah, shove that thing in there and turn it on. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the thing is too is that um, they're what they're doing right now with their their, their Nintendo Classic and stuff like that. They're mm. marketing themselves really well right now. Yeah, it's like sixty games that little box. It, you know, it's it's yeah, it's thirty thirty of their is it thirty best, thirty of their the big titles. Their their best games. Yeah, or what, what they call their best games. And um, I'd say 
my personal opinion, I'd say about over about ninety percent of those games, I agree with. Like I'm just like those games are phenomenal. Let's just say they gave you ten games. They give you like Metroid, Mario, Tetris. Uh, what was the other one? Um, um, Doctor Mario. Doctor, yeah. Like, give like, me a couple puzzle games. Give me Metal Gear. Give me, give me the the ones I really want. Just mm. ten of those things for thirty five bucks. That's a huge deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. There's um. Yeah. What else is on there? Like, there's Mega Man two. There's Castlevania one and two. There's a. Uh, um, I'm hoping Contra is on there. I'm not too sure, but like uh, yeah. There's so many good games on there. Yeah. It's and a lot I, of cool stuff. Yeah. And I was talking to uh, I know Raji said that he was um. He's gonna get one for sure. Oh, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? The price is right. Yeah. And there, it's it looks like you want it to look. It's got controllers. Yeah. It's got Nintendo controllers yeah, on you, it. You can you can save states, so like you know, like you don't have to like use that's passwords. Real, that's awesome. That's, and you can play in, in in different aspect ratios and stuff like that. No game genie. It's the crazy. aspect ratio is a big one. Yeah. Even if it's just seven twenty. Yeah. But it's in like you know like the regular two by three. Yeah. For your, for your TV, it fills your screen. Mm-hmm. That'd be killer. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's such a good deal. Like, like Nintendo's gonna make. They're going to run out of those things because people are just yeah. going to pe- – everyone's going to want one. That is the Christmas yeah. toy. I, I, I totally agree. The I Furby. Have, yeah, because I, I don't ha- – I have all the games, mm-hmm. but I'm going to get that thing anyway. Yeah, man. It was one of those like uh, weird things where like as a kid I didn't have a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I bought my Super Nintendo late in the cycle of Super Nintendo, but it was still like – it was still a heavy hitter. It was still a yeah. big machine. But uh, when I got old enough to realize that I can just walk into a store and then buy a Nintendo – it wasn't even that long ago. This is like maybe like – like five years ago. Is that the one? That's the one, yeah. yeah. I walked into a store and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy a Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find a really nice unit and maybe if it's ugly or whatnot, I'll polish it up. I'm just going to sit it there and every now and then I'm going to take it out and play it because mm-hmm. I love Nintendo. Yeah. And um, yeah, I found a really nice unit and it wasn't a smoker unit. The color was really good and I was like, fuck, gold, man. You're good to go oh, because yeah. you want that nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Nostalgia is yeah. huge. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's like, for me, it's like having a Nintendo console is like, it's holding on to a part of your childhood. It really is. Yeah, and it's not being childish. It's about, yeah. like, you know what? This um, this was such a huge defining part of my childhood. Yeah. And um, and that, that ties into, like, uh, Transformers for me. It's yeah, like... Um, exactly. That was every... Guys our age, mm-hmm. that cartoon, it was a, such an integral part of us. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, I think so. Everyone I've talked to, you talk, you talk to anyone about Transformers, even if, like, you don't know the person, mm-hmm. and you just talk about, like, you know, you start... Conversation starter. You can use this as a tr- conversation starter and be like, and then, everyone knows the characters. And, and then there's a bonding moment there. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, did you cry when Optimus Prime died? Yeah, yeah, yeah so sucked, that, man. man. Yeah, sucked, man. <laughs> it's brutal. I was, I did like Rodimus though. I, I didn't did like too, Hot yeah. Rod. Yeah, Hot Rod is a, was an idiot, but Rodimus Prime was a cool character. Yeah, and he was, he was a leader. Crazy. He was, and the thing is, he was as strong, if not tougher than. Uh, Optimus Prime, like I'm not t- tougher, but like uh, he. Watch what you say, man. I know he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not tougher than Optimus Prime. <laughs> no, but, I um, mean he. He might not have been stronger or as much of a confident leader as Optimus Prime. Yeah, but he was tough as nails. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he, he would w- jump head first and get his ass kicked for his team. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah and he rolled Galvatron in fights. Yeah, he like, was definitely better than yeah. Galvatron. Oh yeah, there's um. Uh, I've seen so many ep- like I've seen every episode, but like at the same time, it's uh every time hearing Galvatron went head to head, Optimus Prime threw him around. Yeah. We were just talking about um, the what's it called? That he would win in a fight, Unicron or Galactus or Galactus. Mm-hmm. So the nerd in me couldn't give that up, so I had to go look <laughs> it up. So I, I started oh, like, re- oh, I fell down the rabbit hole, man. I was reading everything. There's like a Reddit subreddit mm-hmm. for who would win. Yeah, everybody's unanimous that is Unicron. Really? Like everybody's like, no, Unicron wins that fight because Unicron is. I mean, he's bigger. He is. Um, he's like a di- interdimensional being. Mm-hmm. Like everything about Unicron is just that. No, he's he's totally gonna absorb anything Galactus is gonna throw at him and just like eat him from the inside out. 
Like that is that is pretty huge, man. I would have figured the power cosmic would be a I'm, bigger deal. I, I'm still in disagree. I still disagree. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I totally agree with that because like he's interdimensional, but Galactus is Galactus is born from the the previous universe. Yeah, he's a he's a he's the Big Bang. He's, yeah, he's an entity. Yeah, like without him, the universe doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, like what is it? Galactus, um, infinity and de- or and eternity, eternity. Yeah, and death and death. Yeah, without them, there is no there, there is, is no, no universe. universe and um. Uh, yeah, and Galactus is, um, he he's as, he's as big as, as as you want him to be, and and as, as the writer makes him as a writer, or, or, same, or, yeah. but, and this, but the same thing as Unicron. Yeah, Unicron. Uni- it's 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 so weird to be like, oh, Unicron's strong or Galactus is strong because it's arbitrary. It's arbitrary. Yeah, yeah, it's all arbitrary. Yeah, but I mean, in our fanboy brains, Galactus wins. Well, in our fanboy brains, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think, um, uh, like personally speaking, mm-hmm. um, there's no. Um, Galactus is a god. He is very godlike. He's, he has a demigod, I guess, right? Yeah. But, um, and just judging by like, and he's not like, uh, he's he's a he, like at the end, uh, Unicron. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm a huge Transformers fan, okay, mm. but he's still a robot. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's <laughs> like, a robot. He's a robot. Yeah, Galactus is. He's not made of adamantium or like that. No, no, he's a robot. Yeah. And like, if you shoot him with lasers, like, he's gonna like, you know, he 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 dies from the inside, right? He, like, he yeah. did die in the last movie, in the in the movie. Yeah. At the end, he's destroyed, so we know he can be destroyed. Yeah. And relatively easily, like the, the Matrix destroys him, right? Is that what it is? The Matrix destroys him. Yeah. 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 That's the only thing that can destroy him. Is the Matrix? Is in the Transformers universe, that's the only thing that can destroy him. That can destroy him. Yeah. So imagine Galactus holding onto the Matrix. Yeah. The Galactus and the Matrix. Well, the thing is like, well. And then there's like there's so many other like things you could, you could just talk baseball about. throws it in yeah like or just get Silver Surfer to, to, to get the Matrix and just be like make a deal with like Optimus Prime just be like yeah you know what just let it loose and then yeah. call, call it a day open up your little thing there yeah just blast him with it yeah because like, all you have to do is be like this yeah and leave <laughs> yeah and then walk away <laughs> yeah, walk you opened away. it up he's dead and then just fly the hell on out of there because um because Galactus cannot uh, sorry Unicron cannot defeat the number one thing against him mm-hmm. by himself he can't go near it. Yeah. He has to get someone else to do it. He needs his um the sweeps or uh, and Galvatron, or Galvatron to and Cyclonus to get that right. Yeah. Whereas, um, the thing that can destroy Galactus, mm-hmm. like the Ultimate Nullifier, for example, right? Yeah. He has that in in, in hand, right? He's he because um for, as far as I know, he has the Ultimate Nullifier, right? Does he currently have it, or Reed Richards still has that? Either Reed Richards has it or he has it. But it can be it can be handled by Galactus. Yeah, because he was a, he was the one who was in, who was the, um, when he first came to Earth mm-hmm. in the original Fantastic Four series. Yeah. In the 1960s, he's the one who was in possession of it. It was in his. He uh, has it. Yeah, and yeah. his and his ship that he built is the yeah. size of a solar system. Yeah, it's Ta-2. not small. Yeah, yeah, it's not a little thing. It's literally the size of a solar system. That's and that's also creepy. like in creep in like in, like unlimited intelligence. He has it all. Yeah, he's kind of got the full package. He has it all. Who would have thought like a purple-headed, weird Jack Kirby tuning fork character would be that strong? Yeah, and the thing is, um, he's, um, he, like, and the thing is too is like we. It's not just about like um who would win, mm-hmm. like it's like what have we seen from each per- from each other, like from each uh, character, right? Yeah, I've seen more amazing stuff that Galactus has done versus like what Unicron has done. Man, it almost like that conversation makes me sad that we're not going to see a good Galactus character in a movie. Like we're not going to see it. Fantastic Four sucks. Fox has all the rights to all that shit. They're not going to make a Fantastic Four two that's going to be any good or at all. We're oh. never going to see a good Galactus. Okay. Here's okay. Here's my take on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, the um. Okay, yeah, you're totally right. We're not we're not going to see that 
very soon no. at all. We're not going to see that for next for like for whenever how long, right? I'm but, giving it at least ten years. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that these Marvel movies, especially after Infinity War, when they have this huge like really big battle, mm-hmm. Disney is going to have to make money off of. They can't like the Marvel movies have to get make more and more money. Yes. So they're gonna have to introduce more and more characters. It's gonna be huge now. So like they're gonna have to the the the, the, the MCU is gonna have to evolve. There has yeah. to be more characters introduced to it, which is why I think Doctor Strange is kind of that first step into it. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna bring the mystical side of it. Well, they're gonna have to tie that together. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's where you're gonna see like Dormammu or um, the you can bring Blade back or vampires back or whatever because it's gonna be there's gonna be the supernatural yes. side of it, right? Yeah, yeah. And so. But then they're going to be like, I know in the back of their head. Because they did a big step early. They're like, you know what? Our Avengers movies are going to culminate into the Infinity War. Yeah. That was huge. That was like planned four years out. Exactly. Yeah. So if they're thinking about the next step to that, because like Hollywood is all about one-upmanship. And they're like, how do we make this better, bigger, more expensive? And like, yeah. And make, make more, more money, right? money. Like, what else can we add? Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, what's that, what's, which characters have we have we used so far? Okay, we've used Silver Surfer. And we've tried to use Galactus in a movie once, mm-hmm. but we couldn't show him. But again, that's not that's not Marvel, though. That's not Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if they're going to have to do that, they're like, okay, we're going to have to get – because who's the next big one we could use? Mm-hmm. We could use Galactus. And then I think that is going to make them have those deals with with, with, uh, Fox. with Fox. It's a tough one, man. I think, it, I think that's my gonna, hope anyway. That's, that's my hope. Yeah. My hope is that Fox just gives up. My hope is that too. Yeah. yeah, because like Fox does one. The Fox does the X Men well. Mm-hmm. They do Deadpool well. Like yeah. Those are things they know how to do. Mm-hmm. But they just just seem to fuck up the whole, the whole Fantastic Four. And it's, I just don't think you can build a franchise or yeah. like multiple a series of movies on the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Reed Richards is great as like one of the guys that Tony Stark goes to for help. Yeah, I love Reed Richards. Yeah, he's a cool character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in all the stuff that we saw for the uh, the Marvel Illuminati, like mm-hmm. a few years back, it was maybe like almost ten years ago now. Yeah, from the Civil War. Um, yeah, when series, when yeah. Tony Stark, Professor X, Black Bolt, when they when they sent Hulk out of there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean that whole group is nothing without Reed Richards, no, or Namor. Mm. So let's get Namor back in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Namor was the great one who's like, nope, this is stupid. Yep. He is the Hulk. He's a force of nature. Don't fucking touch him. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, he's like, I told you, bitches, yeah. don't fucking touch the. Don't Hulk. Don't touch the Hulk. Yeah, he's a terrifying force of nature. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, that's no, I totally agree. And yeah, I so think... Reed in that group is good. Yeah. But he's not great as Reed Richards in a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, because the thing is, too, is that you have to um, – um, I think what Fox can't do, um, they don't know how to write for uh, for Fantastic Four. Does anybody, though? That's the thing. Because like, um, the thing is we have no proof because like, everything we've seen so far has been like – It's been junk. It's yeah. been garbage, right? But um, it's like they're, they don't know how to write the characters properly. Mm-hmm. Like if you read the comics about Reed Richards, the Council of Reeds um, – yep. um, it was like remember that where uh, the the Shi'ar um, Empire was uh, um, was had him on tri- the trial of Reed Richards for letting Galactus live. Oh yeah, yeah. that was a, that was years ago. Yeah, and so yeah, that was ago. a long time ago, right? So like, this is a very complicated character. Oh yeah, he is like one of the most intelligent people in the Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. So um, you, that should always be in the back of writers' heads when they're writing for this guy. They and never do though. They never do. He's just a dude who leads a team. Like he's dad. Yeah. 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 So like he like, he the, he should be separate from like thing and like and human torch. Like you know like it has to be like like sadly Fantastic Four has to be written as a um you have to build up that universe. Yeah. And so like so people care about it. like like stay with Iron Man like like how they like, what MCU did with Iron Man perfect like you know they, he did they have a great actor mm-hmm. and they carried him through three movies where like you know what. He's he's so well defined. We know exactly what his motives are. Yeah, and all that stuff, right? F- 
Fantastic Four has to go through that same phase, I think. I feel like Fantastic Four needs to almost have that Spider-Man style cameo. Yeah. They show up and it's like, you know, like Tony Stark goes to Spidey's house. He knows everything about him. We don't need an origin. We already know Cosmic Rays, Spaceship. We know all this shit. Yeah. We know Doctor Doom's a bad guy. I don't need to see him get scarred in the face again or become a bad guy again. Yeah. None of that has to happen. None of that happens. Yeah. But Tony Stark needs to tell you I've got an ace. We're going to be fine. Mm -hmm. And then the Fantastic Four shows up and helps him out. They have a big fight. Maybe somebody goes down. Uh, ben Grimm gets punched by the by, by the Hulk. Something weird happens. Yeah, they're gone again. Yeah, exactly. That's it. I just need a cool pop. Yeah, that's it. I need a, I need a yay moment from Fantastic Four. Yeah, and that's the thing. They, they they shouldn't have to make Fantastic Four such a serious group. No, they have to be. They're be the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a is a is a fun group. It's a fun it's a fun set of movies to yeah. watch. Yeah, and so yeah. like yeah, so like Reed Richards can balance that out with his mm-hmm. like intelligence, his battles with Doom, and his like you know incor- incorporation with uh, yeah. with the rest of the and with the rest of the MCU. Ben Grimm calls him st- a stretcho yeah, in the stretcho. fight. Yeah, him and Johnny have a back and forth. Yeah. Sue tells him to calm down while she's doing cool bubbly bubbly force field shit. Yeah, and he's yeah, he's just having, a cool moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's having intelligence battles with Tony Stark and, and yes, and one upping him and stuff like that. Like, Meanwhile, like during the whole fight, he's just on a platform building something. And you yeah. don't know what it is, and yeah. it's a friggin' rocket launcher that like blasts Thanos. Yeah, and you're like, oh, so that's yeah. what he was doing. Yeah, he's like, he's like, well, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah, he was building the motherfucker gun. Yeah, and he shot Thanos, and now he got a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. And then, you know, pour it out again. They're gone again. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. There, there was, um, uh, I was also um, watching this yesterday about this guy. Um, uh, He's on YouTube as well. Um, This guy, he does Comics Explained. Mm-hmm. Really intelligent oh, guy. I've seen that. You see yeah. that guy, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he was having, like, he does verses as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to go off topic, but, like, um, he was talking about how since Doctor Strange is coming out, and for those people who don't know who powerful Doctor Strange is, mm-hmm. he's like, he goes, like, you know what? Let's do, uh, let's do a verses. And someone who's, like, kind of on, on his power level. Mm-hmm. And they had him, those, uh, it had him versus Dr. Manhattan. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a huge level to put him up against. Yeah. But then again, like, for, yeah, if you don't know comics, Dr. Strange doesn't even know how strong Dr. Strange is. I mean, like, he, he makes it so that you can't see his house unless he wants you to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a shambles. But yeah. meanwhile, he's in this freaking mansion. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he's got people hiding next to him while you're talking to him. Yeah. And then he's conversing with living, human, breathing human beings next to him yeah that he's blocking you from seeing mentally yeah exactly yeah he's a super strong character oh yeah they they went back and forth and the same thing there's like we don't we we don't know exactly like what the extent of like because we've seen more dr strange than we have of dr manhattan right mm-hmm. and uh there when he was going the back and forth like saying like you know what he could negate his powers by doing this it got really nerdy yeah but uh in the end he gave it to dr strange he always oh, so he gives it to him dr manhattan's pretty powerful though man that's the thing that's the thing too and then but they said like you know he's because who, like, I guess also is like, who has Doctor Strange defeated? Mm-hmm. And it goes into the cosmic pantheon of the cosmic Yeah, he's gods. got a lot of guys that he's beaten. Yeah. I mean, he's got, like, all the, like, the, the otherworldly, I guess, like, interdimensional, like, deity characters. Yeah. I mean, right from Dormammu to friggin' Mephisto. Yeah. Like, he's gone up against some big hitters. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, yeah. Um, yeah, so they were saying, like, based on that, and, yeah. like, um... And you can only you can only discuss like what you what, what's available, right? So yeah, exactly. And so yeah, that's why he gave it to Doctor Strange. And on top of that, Manhattan is rational, as unpredictable as he is. He's still somewhat rational. Yeah. Like at the end of um of Watchmen, like mm-hmm. when he decides to let the the space Cthulhu, yeah. When he's like, no, the whole thing has to happen. Yeah. Well, why? Well, because it's going to unite the world. Yeah. He's got enough rational thought to foresee what's going to happen. Almost like how. Whenever you see in the Marvel Universe, the Hulk is always the thing that stops the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Like, the Hulk will rampage and rampage and rampage, and just like Planet Hulk, destroying everything. World War Hulk. Yeah. Takes everybody out. And the Sentry is there, and the Sentry can't stop the Hulk. And he's like, 
I'm shutting it down. Mm-hmm. It's like the Hulk decides he's shutting yeah. it down. You got to be happy and lucky for that to happen. Oh yeah. So that's the same way like Dr. Manhattan is. Dr. Manhattan like he like he sees all the angles then decides inaction is the best way to go. Yeah, cuz he can see past, present and future. He sees it all, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that's like the whole purpose of him being on the on on the moon, right? Was it on the moon or on Mars when he goes Mars. to the uh, I'm looking at a photograph. Mars, it's Mars, right? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he can see multiple events happening in multiple time frames mm-hmm. and then decide what the best course of action exactly, is. Exactly, yeah. And that's a, that's a re- that's the reason why people are saying like um a lot of people say like oh i didn't like watchmen or like and i said you know what you have to read the book yeah the comic is the way to go it's the way to go we just we, i think the last episode that's up right now we talked about that mm-hmm. and um my beef with the movie isn't that it didn't look good i thought it looked terrific mm-hmm. everybody's cast spot on yeah i mean the way it felt the way it looked was really good mm-hmm. um but that's that zach snyder's forte is if you give him storyboards he will make the movie like 300 looked great because he had probably the best storyboards ever yeah and then Watchmen was great because he had the best storyboards ever. Mm-hmm. But the ending bothered me because the ending is Dr. Manhattan can't be the issue. The issue has to be a space monster. It has to be Cthulhu. It's mm-hmm. got to be interdimensional so that it doesn't fall back to the United States. Yeah. Because eventually Dr. Manhattan, Manhattan, is going to be the bad guy. Yeah. Who created him? The United States created him. Mm-hmm. And the world's like, well, they're going to do it again. They're the problem. Yeah. So you end up in the same boat that you were in the beginning yeah, of the Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I... it just it kind of fucks up the, the, the situation, right? Mm-hmm. But then they couldn't include, I guess they didn't have enough time to include, like the whole team building the idea and the concept and the illustrators and the, the greatest minds and the greatest creation. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, putting them on a boat and killing them all. Yeah, exactly. So it's tough to do, right? Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, that was my beef for the Watchmen, though. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's, yeah. um, that's a very... Um, yeah, I'd have to agree. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it's unfortunate. It's right? unfortunate. It's yeah. unfortunate it ended like that because, mm-hmm. like, I, I didn't want to watch it because I was an Alan Moore fanboy when it came out and still am. Mm-hmm. But then when it came out, I was like, well, I'll give it a go. And as I watched, I was happier and happier and happier mm-hmm. until the ending. And I was until like, the oh, fuck, man, you guys just, you, you took everything, you, you took all the goodwill you built up with me and you pissed on me. Yeah, exactly. So screw you guys, Zack Snyder. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows how much of that is, is his fault, right? That's true, yeah. If um, I don't see... Um, like that visual style for the the, the graphic novel, you, mm-hmm. if you compare it, it's almost like scene by scene. Oh, it's incredible! It's incredible how he made that movie. He does an an amazing job yeah. in the way it looks. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, and I don't like Zack Snyder, and I'll, I'm I'm the first one to be like that movie looks phenomenal. Yeah, like I don't like his um uh like. That's the thing too is like um I don't. I don't like the way he's treated some of my favorite like um, franchises franchises or or, yeah. or, or material, mm-hmm. but um. He does. He does have a good aesthetic. Yeah, his movies look good. They look. I've got good. no problem with how Batman and Superman looked. No, not at all. Even Man of Steel, I've got no problem with how it looked. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't like his characterization of Superman. Yeah. And I didn't. I mean, I, and again, it's it seems to be only Superman, because I thought his characterization of Batman, even though he's murdering people, was still a cool looking Batman. The way he moved, the way he looked, that movie suited Batman's Gotham feel. Yeah. But it did not suit Superman's feel. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Which is the fail, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. No, that's a that's an automatic fail. Yeah, yeah. And it even looked good for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Introduced maybe one of the best Wonder Woman we've ever seen. I think oh, she'll hands be, down, she'll yeah, be incredible. Uh, hands down, the, the, yeah. the, the new trailer looks pretty good. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw. How today. was it? It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, it's gonna be. I think that movie will be. I, I think it's time we had like a female superhero movie, like a good one, a really good it, one. It's way overdue. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of people who are bitching about it, saying that like you can't have like Wonder Woman doesn't really do anything for anybody, like as far as like pushing feminism, because mm-hmm. she is just like a, she's like an ideal version of what men want. Mm-hmm. Like they want that strong superhero character, so she doesn't really push any boundaries as far as like the the movement of feminism. Yeah, but I mean, like, fuck, I, I kind of don't care. I just uh, want yeah, a I really care. cool, I, I strong don't care. Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. care. Yeah, it shouldn't matter if she's a woman or a man. Yeah, it shouldn't. Well, I mean, it should. 
but but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like just keep it. Um, it's Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's Wonder Woman. She's been around longer than some people. Most people have been alive. So like, I need her to be able to punch through a wall. Yeah, and he'll be able to throw a tank. And I need her to be the hero. Yeah. Like, I can't have Steve Trevor at the last moment be like, the power of love will save you when you're injured, Wonder Woman. It's like, no, she needs to be the hero throughout. Yeah. And almost overpowered. Yeah. Like, she almost has to be too powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like the idea of that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, t- I'm totally okay with uh, where they're taking the movie. From what yeah. I've seen the trailer, I think it looks pretty good. What do you think of the concept of the Mary Sue? Like, you've heard the idea of that, right? Where yeah. it's like they always create a female character who is almost like... um. Like the the author wants them to be so powerful because that's like the ideal version. They're great at everything right away, and it's almost like an author's way to place himself in a story. Like if I were in the comic, this is what I would do. Um, they're saying that uh, Ray is a Mary Sue of Star Wars. Yeah, I think um, uh, as long as the journey they take to like you know become more, I guess for lack of a better term, more human. Mm-hmm. As long as that story is told really well. Yeah. Because you know you can be at the at at the beginning be completely invincible. Yes. And just be like you know what all powers to you. Um, your James uh, Bond is a Mary Sue, exactly. Yeah, and but then like some people want to see the flaws, and they could that then as soon as they're exposed, mm-hmm. to see how they handle the situation that whatever like happens in the movie, yeah, or in the story. Because so, I mean, re- oh, go ahead. No, yeah. So I, I like that um, uh, when they go through that um, the story arc, the, the story character arc. arc. Yeah. So when they're like they they go from they go from the, the extreme high and they go low, mm-hmm. and then some and then there's some sort of a there's some sort of catharsis afterwards. So I think that's. Yeah, I, so I like it. Yeah. You like them being a Mary Sue or not being a Mary Sue? I like it. You like them being that? Yeah. Well, that I think that's the issue, though, is they don't go through a character arc. Mm-hmm. That Like, the idea that Mary Sue is they're, they're never really going through a character arc. Mm-hmm. They're too powerful in the beginning. They're too good at everything. Mm-hmm. They continue that way throughout. Yeah. So that's sort of saying, like her, like, her character shows up in the beginning. She's instantly good at what she's doing. She sees the Millennium Falcon, never yeah. having piloted a ship, and pilots it way too well. Yeah. And then, like, never, we never feel like she's in danger at any point in the series. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. That's totally true. That's totally true. Yeah. Um, I just, um, I find that it's, um, because uh, like, obviously, there's difference between like, you know, being all powerful in the beginning, or no, not knowing that you have that power in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then going through that arc. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, um, uh, was she really? I mean, like, really, she doesn't do that. She doesn't do that. She's flatlined the entire time. Exactly. And she's always at seven while everybody else is going from like a three to a five to a ten to a five to a three. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, uh, in in Ray's case, um, I guess I'm kind of biased. Um, I didn't like it in that in that in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, I do wish there was more of an up and down for a character. It's, I think it's, I I think it should have been. Yeah, I think it like that would have made more that that would have made the movie more, more interesting. It, I mean, it could have. I really, I really like her character. I, like I think her she's character, a cool yeah. character. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with her having to save the day. Like, I mean, it doesn't really bother me too much because we've seen that. Like, it, I, I think it's almost a little bit. It's a little bit stupid to pick on it because we've had lots of um, they call it the Marty Sue and it's a guy. Yeah, lots of Marty Sue characters mm-hmm. until Her Majesty's Secret Service. James Bond is a Mary Sue. Yeah. He doesn't really go through like any kind of pain or like a, a destructive, like a destructive heartbreak until that when his wife is murdered, right? Yeah. He doesn't kind of go through any of those moments. So like the first few he is, and then after that he is too. Yeah. Until like we see um the, the next one, Casino Royale. And Casino Royale, we really see him up and down and fuck up and, and then come back from from being like a, a, a loser. Yeah. Where he comes back to his character, right? He gets stronger. Yeah. So like the Mary Sue thing is, is great because, you know, it uh it sets a precedent. Yeah, and so, but as soon as it steps away from that, yeah, um, uh, like James Bond's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Um, there's um, people are like, whoa, who is the, like, who is this wounded person underneath? Yeah. And 
in James Bond's in James Bond's um, example, um, that when he's exposed, mm -hmm. you see the man behind the training. Yeah, you, you really see, do. You see the human being behind it. Yeah, and like, how does he handle it? Does he go absolutely psycho? Yeah, or does he stick to duty? Or um, um, and it, it but and then like, that creates another story. Yeah, and I mean that's whole, I mean it yeah. really would have been a lot better had they carried through with that. Mm -hmm. Like after uh, Honor Majesty Secret Service, yeah, if they had shown us that that guy come back from being damaged. Yeah. I mean like he doesn't. He yeah. comes back and he's like, "Hey, Sean Connery's back," and he's just he's Bond again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whereas that they're doing a really good job with the uh, the Casino Royale, like the new the new start of Bond. Yeah, been exactly. Really good in showing that. Absolutely, yeah. And I think with with Star Wars is that, um, like, with Star Wars you have to be so careful because they they do have to follow a certain. Uh, for lack of a better term, formula. Mm -hmm. So you can't get too far away from anything. Yeah. And so uh, um, that's my pro. That was my big problem with it. Yeah. And so like Star Wars has to like th they have to adhere to something. They do. And um, because it's a franchise. And I mean, they, and then we we saw that in Force Awakens. Force Awakens essentially is a remake. Yeah. It's, it's really just a remake of New Hope. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That was yeah. my that was my biggest problem with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't I, necessarily say it's a big problem. No, that, that was just my personal problem but, with it. But it's but an I issue. Yeah. But I understood why they had to do it. I, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I get why they did it. Mm -hmm. Didn't make me hate the movie. It didn't make me enjoy it less. But I just, I wish they hadn't just rehashed it. But we don't know where it's going either. Like we don't know what's going to happen in the next one. I mean, there were some really great points. I think there's a book out too. Like Chuck Wendig has been doing those. Um, those like he did aftermath. Mm -hmm. I think after was the first book that came out in the new like the new expanded universe. Mm -hmm. And um, one of the new novels is talking about. I think is in a novel. I read it in an article somewhere. I'll, I'll try to find it. About how as soon as um the, the what's it called the Rogue One happens, all the events here and the first Death Star goes down, they already have a plan to build Starkiller Base. It's already being done. Now, obviously, it's huge. They, they didn't do this after the movie in thirty years past. Like this has been happening. This is a sixty year project. Mm -hmm. So Starkiller Base has been happening for a very long time. Mm -hmm. We just see it in new in, uh, in Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. And so we don't know. Like, we haven't been filled in on the backstory, right? Yeah. Hopefully, Episode 8 does that. Fills in a lot of backstory stuff. And it shows us why Rey is, like, formidable. Like, everything she does is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Maybe she is, like, a creation of the Force. Maybe she is, like, a, a child of the Force. And the Force is guiding her as a person. She is the personification of the force. That's why she's so good at everything. That's yeah. That's yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I never thought about that. Yeah. We don't. We don't yeah, know. We don't right? know. Yeah. yeah that's we actually no that's idea. actually very true. So I yeah. I think um uh you see that's a, that's a, that's something that a lot of people don't think about. It's like mm -hmm. okay, the the Star Killer base is just there. Yeah. It's just. But but they didn't make it in in two days. No. How does that fit into the overall story? Yeah. This didn't yeah. happen at the end. Like Palpatine does. Palpatine doesn't go down, and then somebody's like Star Killer base. It's yeah. like no, he planned this. Like, this is a Palpatine production. Mm -hmm. It's a, a Palpatine joint. The Palpatine joint. Yeah. yeah, he's been playing this since the first Death Star went down, mm -hmm. and he's been building Star Killer Base. I can't yeah. remember if that's exactly what it is, but it's like around the time of New Hope, Empire, and Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. Star Killer Base is under construction. Yeah, and it's got something to do with the crystals too, like Kyber crystals, where it's got a high deposit of Kyber crystals. Are those the things that power the lightsabers? Yeah, I, I think it's the lightsabers. I've I, never an expanded universe guy, so I, I can't. Think, really I think say that's that. what it is. I think those are the same crystals that power the lightsabers I've, I've barely read the new stuff mm -hmm. I was a fan of the older stuff the expanded universe yeah the, the, like the old like um, like the Sith Wars with the Exar Kun and uh, um, uh, Nega Sadao mm -hmm. Ludo Crash like and the great hyperspace war and stuff like that I love those stuff I that was that things. was big that was that was huge and like you know like how'd you feel when they wiped it all out oh man that was, yeah uh, well they're cherry picking now like Thrawn is Thrawn is back in Rebels yeah they I think they they I understand why they want to do it because they want to keep everything fresh. Yes. And so there's no spoilers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But, um, man, what a waste of 
unreal content. There was a lot of great like family history stuff that people kept complaining about. Like guys who I know, like you, who are who are big into the EU, mm-hmm. they're saying that European Union mm-hmm. into the expanded universe. They were saying there's a lot of great family history stuff with like the the solos and the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. That's all kind of wiped out now. Yeah, and that was like the biggest thing for them. Like they couldn't really care less about like the um like one of the ones that I read the, the I guess the trilogy the Zahn trilogy. Mm-hmm. When he talks about uh, that other Jedi Master who goes nuts and he might have a clone. Yoris Sivath. Yeah, is that who it is? Yeah. So there's like a whole a whole lot of talk about like they don't care about what happens to him, but there is stuff that happened with the family, like with with Han Solo's kids. And Luke Skywalker's nephews or kids, or whatever, that they're like, yeah, it, they really wish they were still there. Oh yeah, like, I, I, wasn't it uh, Jason Solo? Didn't he kill Mara Jade? I have no idea. I, I, I never read any of that stuff. Yeah, I know Mara Jade is Luke Skywalker's wife. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah I think that's and uh, she was in the Zon trilogy. Yeah, I think I think he kills her. Okay. Yeah, I, but that's for another time. <laughs> yeah, but, but does it even matter anymore? They're all yeah, dead, right? They're all dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So it's tough, man. I mean, like I'm. I, I wish I had gotten more into it, but just never did. I, I couldn't be. I couldn't be bothered to care too much about the expanded universe. Yeah, it's um. Uh, but yeah, I I, I admire um. S- Disney for like taking that risk to like negate everything that people love so much just to keep it fresh. Yeah. So I admire the balls to do that. Disney's got some balls. Yeah, they do. Disney's and, got some balls. And they on. have. And they have. Pretty much deep, deep. They have the deepest pockets. So. They do, man. I mean, they just walk up and pay $4 billion for like a company and take it and then turn it into a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. It's it's a huge deal. They can just do that. And they, they seem to be doing things right. Yeah. Now, maybe not so right when they pissed off Tarantino and bought out all of his time in that one theater in yeah. downtown LA he wanted because then they might get Tarantino directing Deadpool before he retires. He's announced two more movies and he's gone. Oh uh, yeah, because um, that was it. Tim Miller is that the guy who was directing? Tim Miller was directing Deadpool. Yeah. Then he said creative differences between him and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Now he's out. He's out. And Junkie XL. Junkie XL is out too. He's out because uh, of Tim Miller. Because of Tim Miller. If Quentin Tarantino does Deadpool, I mean, it's probably ninety nine point nine percent certain it's not going to happen. But fuck, would that be great? That would be um, just based upon like what I what I could conjure in my head. Yeah. That would be the best superhero movie of all time. <laughs> it would be the greatest thing yeah. superheroes ever put the screen the most entertaining one because like, like a lot of for me it's like I'm not sure about you but like there's very few superhero movies I can watch again yes like you know like especially with the Marvel ones the repeat view isn't as fun as it is the first time not at all whereas Deadpool really is, it's Deadpool, a fun movie it's a fun movie yeah um, what's another one like the, I like ones that are just like like more interesting, like like yeah. Blade, for example, right? I've yeah. watched Blade so many times. Blade's a fun movie. Yeah, it holds up. It it really does. Yeah. Um. What's another one? Well, uh, not even superhero movies. Movies in general. Yeah. I mean, like there's there's not a lot of movies you can watch over. There's not like Fight Club you watch. You kind of see something new every time. Yeah. Deadpool is weirdly like that. Yeah. Even though it's a very basic story. Mm-hmm. But like every now and then you just like you just notice he hit that guy with the hubcap. Like yeah. I didn't catch that last time. I was a fucking hubcap. Yeah, and th- that's the thing too is that um because like these these movies are like. Quentin Tarantino for me could make a Deadpool movie that I would watch over and over again. I'm like, that is so well done. Yeah, he would make a weird movie. It would yeah. be it would be weird and great. Yeah, and like yeah. and a lot of Quentin Tarantino's movies, you can watch again because it'd be like, um, like Pulp Fiction. Obviously, this is like all those movies are classics. But yeah. even like when I was watching um, uh, The Hateful Eight, that is weirdly rewatchable. That is, it's because it all it is, it's like a, it's a puzzle. Yeah, and it's it, you, it's a te- detective story, and a lot of people were saying that. Like a lot of people, are like oh, it's not. Everyone's like looking for a traditional western, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's not that at all. I mean, it's only a western of because of the time frame. The time frame. That's yeah, all that's it, it is. You have to. If you listen to the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's so 
well written. It's like a, it's an amazing experience to watch that movie. Like for me anyway. I it's just, verbal ballet. It, that's all it is. Yeah. It really is verbal ballet. Yeah. It's like you're just watching these things move around. It's phenomenal. Yeah. I accidentally watched it, not accidentally. I happened to watch it because I, you know, I think with Raji the one time, and then with a couple friends one time, and then another friend hadn't seen it, so we need to go watch it again. So next thing you know, I've seen it in the theater like three or four times, just because guys are like, let's go fucking watch it. Mm-hmm. And I was not bored once. Oh, no. Yeah, not even though I, I knew it was coming, I was like, God damn, this is just... Oh, yeah, I watched it with Raji too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah it's an enjoyable... I think we wanted to go see it. No, no, I, no, he watched it in my basement. In, oh, in your basement. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, it must have been him and somebody else. But uh, yeah, it was just one of those things you watch and like, God damn, like everything is just like all you're right. It's a puzzle. All the pieces keep clicking into place until finally the end happens. You're like, oh, yeah, that was a thing that happened. It, and it, it was nuts. Yeah. Just like it's um, if you want. Like, yeah. I, I, it's almost like a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's got like it's got the phenomenal acting in it. Yeah. It's got a brilliant screenplay. The lines are delivered so well. Yes. And it's. The shootouts are crazy. It's got a, uh, not just the shootouts, but it's got like two of the biggest character turns. Yeah. Like, like complete WWE face, like heel face turns. Heel face turns. Like, God damn, that is really cool. Yeah. Kurt Russell, like just, who doesn't love Kurt Russell? Like. That was gory. That was amazing. That that death was just unreal. Oh man. Just what a great, great movie. That's a, that guitar that he destroys. You heard about that, yeah? Yeah. How it was like a priceless artifact, essentially, of music, and he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And then he just like grabbed it and smashed the bits. Yeah. And then I guess the insurance guy who was there was like, oh, holy shit. Is it, like he's losing his mind. He's mm-hmm. like, there are three of those in the world, and he just destroyed one. Yeah. So gather the bits and the crazy glue, Kurt Russell. Yeah. You got a job to do. You got a job to do. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, isn't Kurt Russell playing uh, uh, that Peter Quill's father in Garden of the Galaxy 2? Yeah, he's not just that, but he's playing Ego. He's playing Ego, the planet, the yeah, planet it's, right? It's, yeah, we've talked about this, I think, with a couple other guys. That's weird, man. They showed his um his costume, and his costume is essentially like Frodo Baggins. Like he's just wearing Frodo's costume. It's like they just found it. They're like, yeah, make it make it six foot or five ten or the hell he is, instead of like two foot five, and put it on Kurt Russell. He's the the living embodiment of ego. Mm-hmm. Could be cool, man. Yeah, it's good. yeah. Guardians look beautiful, so they can you know they're gonna, they're gonna step up the production. It's yeah. they'll, they'll make it look good. The trailer looks great. Yeah, I mean, again, Drax is gonna be the comedic heart of this thing. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, calling him pathetic in yeah. such a monotone, weird Drax way. Oh yeah, I think I think Drax and the group there, Drax and Captain America are gonna die in the Infinity War. I think they're gonna go, huh? That that's I'm I'm calling that right now. Really? Yeah. I, I'm on I record at so <laughs> I'm on Cap, digital record. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Cap goes. Yeah. I don't think Drax is gonna go. Oh really? Yeah. I think they're they're gonna keep him around. He's just he's too much of a heart character. The reason why I think he's gonna die is because he has a conflict with one of the uh, with one of the guys there. That guy who um who's trying to get the uh, the, the stones, the power stone. Who was well, it? it's Thanos. Yeah. yeah he no, has no, to kill no, Thanos. the guy who's working under him. Um, that guy who's oh um the accuser. Yeah, the accuser. Ronan, yeah. yeah, Ronan the accuser. Um. Um. I think those two will. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do they're it. Gonna go I, I, at it. Yeah, I think he'll because the the end of the infinity the infinity war infinity war is gonna be uh, to make it more like to go out with a bang. Yeah, I think Drax will. I think Drax will bite it. He's gonna eat it. I think he'll bite it. Drax has died a few times though. He can come back. Yeah, he's always in the soul jam. <laughs> well, no, he um he died when he was the goof, like the big goonie kind of like space Hulk Drax. Yeah, he had the 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 modified Green Goblin costume. Yeah. 
He dies then, and then he comes back in in Annihilation. Yeah, Annihilation. And he does. kind of um he sheds that husk of mm-hmm. the weird Drax and becomes the Drax that we have in the movies. Yeah, because like that version of. Mm-hmm. So he can he can Doctor Who style regenerate. That's so true, you're yeah. right. He yeah. could die and there's just regenerate, mm-hmm. find a Drax egg. Yeah, exactly. Like an Adam Warlock style Drax egg. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And also, do you think Adam Warlock will come in the movie? Do you think it's Stallone? Do you think? What do you think? <laughs> do you think Stallone is War- Adam Warlock? Oh man! Oh man! With that blonde mm, hair, that would be cool, man. That'd be cool. He wouldn't have to have the blonde hair; could be an older version. That's true. Roll or, up with the gem in his head. Yeah, maybe he's a gem. Because isn't Stallone in like what is he? Um, is he? He's coming up in a really big movie now. Um, <laughs> he's coming up in lots of movies. Yeah, I know. But yeah. um, um, I'd like to see Dolph as as Adam Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just want to see Dolph do well in a movie. In a again. movie, I don't yeah. care what it is. Dolph is gold, man. You know who seems to be on a comeback though is old Mel. Mel Gibson's on a big, a big comeback role because of Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge, yeah. I caught him on uh, the Colbert Show last week mm-hmm. or this week, and um, he was a little weird. Like he's a little bit strange. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit defensive, but that's, he, that's probably his first big time interview in a long time. In a very long time, mm-hmm. like I think first mainstream, um, like what do they call it? Not studio, but a network, network, network interview in a long yeah. time. Mm-hmm. And he's doing some big movies too, man. He's coming up with uh, Sean Penn in something. That's why he's got the big beard now. Yeah. He's doing a movie with Sean Penn. But uh, he's doing some stuff, and he seemed a little defensive, but for the most part, he was like jovial, Mel Gibson-y. Mm-hmm. Like, get that feel to him. Hacksaw yeah. Ridge looks incredible. People won't stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was it, like a 10-minute ovation at Cannes? Like, really? It, yeah, it was, it was really well-received. Well-received by vets. Like, everybody seems to really like it. Well, who's that guy who plays uh, the lead character, Peter Garfield? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Yeah, plays like Desmond Desmond Doss or something like that. Yeah, and um, I, I, I want to see him like keep making movies. I like him for some reason. I, yeah, I, he's likable. He's, 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 he seems like a, like a, just a normal, cool guy. He was failed by two bad Spider-Man movies. Those are horrible. Yeah, oh, they're man, awful. Those are awful. But I don't think at any time it was his fault. No, not at he all. He played a perfect Peter Parker. Yep. Yeah, it's unfortunate that he's gone because I mean his Peter Parker was was maybe the best so far. I think so. I mean, I'm, well, before Holland, Holland is really good. Tom Holland. Yeah, he's good. It is Tom Holland, right? I think Not so. Yeah. That up. The new Spider Man. I think so. Yeah. But Garfield was he was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the costume in the second one was maybe the best screen costume you've ever seen. Oh, hands down. Yeah, and yeah. he moved and looked great in it. Like mm-hmm. everything was really good, even right. though the movie was just just awful. fucking dumpster just fire. Fucking, fucking awful. It was really Jesus bad. Jesus Christ, that movie was aw- that movie was. Ah, so bad that they cut out Charlene Woodley's Mary Jane. I don't know if she like we don't know what the the reason was, but her she was Mary Jane in that movie. She filmed a bunch of scenes and they cut them all out. Maybe she's like I don't want to be associated with this. Nah, she's that pipeline <laughs> shit to do. Yeah, I don't want to be associated with this. But they're saying that um, there's a chance that in the new Flash movie they're cutting out the the girl who plays Iris West in the same way. Really? They just lost her director. And oh yeah, that's right. Losing yeah. their director, she may or may there are rumors that she's gone as well. And that could be the reason. They're saying she's already filmed the cameo scene for J for Justice League. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say JLA? But it's not. It's just Justice League. And um, whatever she has shot for the Flash, or I don't think I even even shot anything for the Flash. But she may be gone already. Hmm, that's not good for Flash because uh, you, I want to see DC DC Universe go crazy. Yeah. Because um, the one thing that's lacking with the uh, Marvel Universe mm-hmm. is uh, our good villains. Do you think like really good villains? They, they haven't they have got good, enough because they have tons of good villains in their, you know, in their uh, their like, in the, like in their armory basically, yeah. right? Like they have like Thanos and all that stuff, right? But, um, in the movies, like the only good villain I've seen in the Marvel movies so far has been uh has been Loki. 
Yeah, you know what? Like, I'm I'm going through my head right now as you're saying it, trying to think like think about it. Yeah, trying to really think about it. Yeah, and yeah, Loki's been really good. Like Abomination was like was was good in the Hulk before he became Abomination. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like that was good. like the Incredible Hulk is for me is my favorite Marvel movie. <laughs> it is a, it is underrated. Yeah, it's totally underrated. It's a fun Hulk movie. Like that whole sequence in the, in the schoolyard when he's fighting at the campus. Yeah, and I I, I, I that's the reason I love that movie. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't. It, it's a Lewis. Uh, What's it called? What's that French director's oh, name? Oh, Leterrier. Leterrier. Yeah. Um, they, I thought he did a great job in that movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was and, really good. Yeah, and um, but um, like, like if you look at all the other Marvel movies, I'm trying to like think of a good like. They obviously they have Red Skull and like and Captain America. That was that was okay. Yeah. Uh, Baron Zemo. Whatever. That's that's uh, for me. It's like that's hit or miss. But there's so many good villains. Iron Monger was all right. Iron Man, the first one. The second Iron Man had really no villain. None. I mean, he was too sympathetic to be a villain. Yeah, in Iron a Man. Sense. Iron Man three. I... Yeah, Iron Man three. I I avoided for the longest time. I caught it on a plane on the way back from Bangkok. What did you think of it? I had heard so much negative shit about it. When I watched it, I was like, eh, it didn't suck. It wasn't wasn't as awful as I expected in my head. I think I had built it up to be so bad in my head. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it at all. Yeah, the uh, it it that movie was very, but it's forgettable. It was yeah, and it's very formulaic as mm-hmm. well. Even though uh, Shane Black directed that, right? Yeah, who I love, and um, apparently that might have been damaged by notes, though. I would, I, yeah, I heard the same thing. Yeah, like studio notes were really like in his face for that. Yeah, because like what's her name? The main, the the girl there, um, the the girl from the town, Rebecca Hall. Yep. How she was, she was, I think, meant to be the main villain. Mm-hmm. Like there was no need to have uh, Killian there at all, mm-hmm. or was it Aldridge Killian? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, there's no need to have him at all. She could have been the entire villain beginning to end. Yeah, but um, she just kind of dies. Like, she's in there with him, suddenly has, like, a, a change of heart, and they shoot her and she dies. Yeah. Like, that was weird. Like, no fanfare at all. And she was, like, Tony Stark's kind of, like, go-to chick. She goes, the brains. She was cute. She yeah. was a girl from Material, and he ditched her, so she was scorned. Mm-hmm. And then she has this unceremonious death in the middle of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Really weird. Yeah, I, I don't, like, I just don't, um, like, Doctor Strange, um, the, they were talking about how the, um, the main villain, Mads Mikkelsen. Is yeah. That, yeah, they're saying even his villain... Kind of soft. Soft. Like, he himself is unreal. Like, he's a fantastic Mads actor. Mads Mickelson is really he is good. He was born to play a villain, but yeah. he's just given, like, weak material. Yeah. And it's, it's just basically another Iron Man movie. I mean, he was, in my mind, maybe the most terrifying Bond villain ever. Oh, yeah. For the bottomless chair. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> you're a diabolical motherfucker. That fucking guy is... Cut out a bottom of a chair like that. Yeah, he's crazy. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so I, I just think there's... um. Um, maybe they, they can't have the big villains in there because it doesn't tie into like what they're doing. Because those guys are smarter than we are when it comes to making these movies. But uh, um, man, if they knew they, if they could incorporate those major villains that we yeah. read in the comic books mm-hmm. and incorporate them and make them part of the story, yeah. Like 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 who knows how much better those movies would be? Years and years ago, um, I can't remember who the who the writer was for Marvel, but he talked about why Sabretooth is like the best villain. Mm-hmm. It's because he you have a character who is way more dangerous than Wolverine. Yeah. And he's willing to take it to places Wolverine won't go. Yeah. Even though Wolverine's the best there is at what he does, and he's the ultimate killer, he he never really crosses that line. Mm-hmm. Whereas Sabretooth is no problem doing that. And that's what we haven't seen from the Marvel universe yet. Like there's even Loki. Loki almost has decided like I'll get as close as I can. That's still my brother. Yeah, I'm not gonna kill Thor. Yeah, as I'll a, I'll banish him. I'll do whatever I have to do, but I can't kill him. Yeah, and I think that's I think they're saying that he'll probably make a deal with Thanos in the movie. Yeah, could yeah. be. So well, and then maybe to get on his good side, maybe he'll do he'll play the Mephisto role. That, that, that. Well, he's still Odin. 
Yeah. Like Loki is still walking around with, with like as Odin, right? Yeah. So we don't know we don't know what the hell's gonna happen. Uh, I don't know. Ragnarok looks gonna be a lot of fun though. They're gonna put some Planet Hulk in there. Yep. Yep. Looks Break- really cool. Yeah. I am a huge fan of Worldbreaker Hulk. I think he's there was the a green scar. Oh, man, I what a he is what a character. I, I do honestly think that Planet Hulk and World War Hulk is my favorite comic series. Maybe only touching with Punisher Max. Is that right? Yeah, it might be my favorite beginning to end comic series. Greg Pak, who was the the writer, mm-hmm. he had like almost unlimited directional control with that because Hulk was doing nothing at the time. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I can do something with this, mm-hmm. and he did. Man, I really think like as far as characterization goes, like he really nails a lot of. You know what? That's um, I totally I I agree with you like how how good it is. Yeah. Um, it's. I would have to have a long think about it. Mm-hmm. But it is up there for sure. Yeah, it's definitely. I mean, for me, because I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge Hulk in comic book fan. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do really enjoy the way he's played as, as his character, his character in that. Like when you realize he's, he's still a Hulk, he doesn't have any. You're kind of worried he's gonna banner out at some point, and then somebody's gonna kill him. Oh yeah. And you're like, no, he never does. Let's go. Well, because Banner has decided we need Hulk right now, and he recesses himself into Banner's into Hulk's mind. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so we're just gonna deal with Hulk all the time now. Oh yeah, yeah. Like little things like that, where you you realize there are aspects of Hulk's mind that work differently than what we what we think, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I yeah. I, I think the um, the rereadability of that um, that series, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it, it's yeah. I'd have to say it's up there with my top five. It's up there. It's yeah. It, I remember that because uh, there's one scene because I think what he does really well. I mean, it's subjective. It doesn't have to be anybody's favorite. It just happens to be mine. No, no, I know. But, but yeah. I, I, I'll, 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 I'll explain to you why mm-hmm. I love that story so much. Is because um, uh, there's there's a scene where um, when the when the blast goes off, the ship explodes, mm-hmm. and he see and he knows that his wife is pregnant, and yeah. um, his and he's holding her, and he's you see him in the when the dust settles, yeah, and he's sitting there, and um, all of his compatriots, all of his gladiator friends, and he's just sitting there, and Hulk is like just completely destroyed and he's he has tears coming out of his eyes he's finally found happiness yeah like he's made peace with the world and the hulk is happy yeah and you, which never happens never happens and you're reading that you're like i'm just like hulk got what he wanted yeah like he just wanted to be left alone he's king of the world he has a someone like betty replacement and he has a baby on the yeah. way and you're like you're so happy for him but you know there's more coming yeah and when that happens and you see him and they, he says uh three words at the end, he just says, "Leave me alone." Yeah, and he's just, his tears come out of his eyes. Right, I, I was reading that, and I actually like, I got a lump in my throat. I'm like, I felt so bad for the Hulk. For yeah, because like we we never see the Hulk happy. Yeah, never. Yeah, he's always and then finally he found peace, and then when he's like, "Leave me alone," and Hulk's he, like three favorite words. Yeah, all, all he's ever said as, as like Hulk's character is Hulk just wants to be alone. Yeah, and this time he said it with like, yeah, so some much real about, conviction, real conviction. Yeah, and then. When I read World War Hulk, mm-hmm. I was so happy for with what he did. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was reading it. I'm like, this, this is how. Like, I'm like, I was like, if that was my kid. I'd be like, that's how. You, like, I'd be so proud of him. Way to go, Span. Way to go, man. Way to go, champ. You killed them all. And, and it, not just the way he came out. He brutally destroyed everybody. Yeah, I, I, I did enjoy I loved, that. I loved every single page, every panel of that yeah. comic book. Yeah, of of the main series. The main series. Yeah, the main I loved series it. is really yeah. quite good. I'm unbelievable. I, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, Doctor Strange can't do anything to him. I mean, he goes into the like, the cosmic or the magic realm and yeah. crushes Doctor Strange's hands. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, so and you just... 
<laughs> you just did it, huh? Yeah, and this ties into what we were just talking about. Hulk took out Doctor Strange. Yeah. That's how strong like, he's. Never... That's how focused and angry Hulk was. Yeah. Like, I don't think. I don't think. Well, he had magic help too, right? I mean, he was. He had like the um, what's her name? That uh, the the one the one broad who could touch the earth. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. He had her like help him out quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um that was um they're saying that that was the strongest he ever was. Yeah, I think like a focused Hulk is yeah. a, is a dangerous Hulk. Yeah. To where like even though the scroll it was a scroll black bolt mm-hmm. when he uses the uh the black bolt voice. Yeah. Like Hulk just keeps walking through it. It's like man, like that was that was pretty ballsy. Yeah, like that, his character was pretty focused. Oh yeah, here and then when he, uh, yeah, in that fight against like we fought the Hulkbuster. Yeah, uh, every, everything. Everything, and then when he went up against the Sentry, mm-hmm. I have never seen him fight the Sentry before. At that, well, yeah, at I that mean, point. they haven't right. It's the Sentry can somehow like send out a soothing, calming tone. Yeah, and it like shuts the Hulk down, mm-hmm. and he's like, nope not gonna happen he's like this is not registering yeah these a satellite laser to kill him and mm-hmm. even then he's like that's not gonna work either yeah but you're gonna end up destroying the world so i'm shutting it down yeah yeah it, it kind of reminded that scene in akira when they're trying to kill tetsuo and they use yeah. that uh and they use that satellite that uh it's not gonna work it's not gonna work yeah he's just too he's too powerful yeah he's uh, gonna become like a bubbling ooze monster and keep on going yeah that was uh oh just yeah if listeners have not seen or read that comic book series go read like the there's i know there's um there's a collection of it. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You can get the omni- omnibus version or something like that, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if there's an omnibus out there, but there are like multiple trades. Yeah. That collect um each because I think there's four or five chapters. Yeah, there is of, yeah. of of Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk, yeah. And you can get all five chapters. Yeah, I think there's about four to five maybe in uh, World War Hulk. Um, no, I think there's just one, but there are multiple tie-ins as well because oh, World yeah, War okay. Hulk I think was only six issues. Yeah. So there might be just one World War Hulk. Yeah. And then the rest are all just like multiple tie-in oh, okay, trades. Yeah. Yeah. That was um yeah the. the Go read those. Yeah, um, man. They yeah. were man. There's just something about Hulk that just you root for him, and then when you try to make him a bad guy, it doesn't work. Like you can't you can't hate the Hulk. No, not at all. He's, he's just uh, too damn likable. He's he is maybe Mister Fixit. Mister yeah. Fix <laughs> Mr. was a bit of a dick, <laughs> but even then, like there was that uh, when he was Gray Hulk, and there's that Todd McFarlane Amazing Spider-Man when when oh, Peter yeah. Parker's a uh, Cosmic Jack, mm-hmm. and he punches him into orbit. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I, well. <laughs> I guess this is it. <laughs> you know, I still don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, how did Spider-Man get those powers? The the power of Cosmo, or no, it was um the mystery ca- Captain Universe. Yeah, it just finds the person who needs to have that power to fix whatever's gonna happen next. Mm. So I can't remember what was gonna like because it, it's it doesn't like you can't contain it. The power cos or not, not keep calling it power cosmic. The universe uh, the universe power just finds whoever needs to have it at that time, mm-hmm. and then they have to go do something. Yeah, but like they'll kind of be in tune to it. And I can't remember what he did. There was, there was something he had to do at the time. Yeah, because I I forgot the story. I remember I remember like mm-hmm. I, knowing it, but I I couldn't remember uh, the entire story about it. Yeah, that that Hulk issue I think is when he's starting to lose it. Like it's he's already done whatever he's supposed to do, and it's now it's going away. Mm. But uh, yeah, I just I didn't read. I don't think I read the actual event that mm. happened. I remember the costume. Yeah, he had like the Spider Man top of his head, and the rest of it was all that Captain that, Universe. Yeah, Captain Universe. Yeah, or, and that or it kind of looked like. Like Spider Man and Eternity put together or something like that. Yeah. Spider Man and an Eternity? And, et- and Eternity. Oh, Eternity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a very Jack Kirby looking costume. Exactly. Yeah, it's got a look to it. And yeah. then, um, yeah, and then the last thing he really does is punch Hulk into space. Then feels bad about it almost right away. He's like, ah, oh, goddamn. And he go flies up there and brings it back down again. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but I remember there's a, a moment in that where he's flying over the city. He's like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like flying at all. Give me webs. Let me swing. It's like it's more thrilling. Yeah. It was flying stuff to the birds. 
Uh, We've been very comic booky today. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. very like cartoon anything, and comic. Is, book. is there anything you want to discuss? No, we just hit them all. I've been I've been going through them all anyway. Cool. New segments coming uh, coming the way of the show as well. Which so, one? Um, what, what is it? Well, what we're gonna do a hot or not. Okay. I mean, we're gonna it's it's like basically highs and lows. Mm-hmm. You're gonna bring your highs of the week and your lows of the week. Okay. Uh, both tables are gonna be doing that, okay. so you can do that. Bring your notes, bring your high and your low, and then uh, yeah, the other guys are doing that as well. So oh, perfect, yeah, that should be a good time. That's good, yeah. The um, so those are that's what we're gonna start shooting at now that we're at thirty episodes, mm-hmm. thirty episodes and eight mini episodes. So we're really getting up there, yeah. and uh, we just want to make sure that we have like now like we're getting into our segments and whatnot, so we actually feel like a show. Um, it's already fun. Like I mean, if it gets better than this, then yeah, this is gonna be power great. to it, man. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on today, homie. Thanks, man. Thanks if for you, me. if they didn't hear it already. Backside Attack. Backside Attack, yep. And uh, all our information to contact us will be in the information below. Yep. Actually, I'm uh, getting a lot of like new people to, to message me on on on, backs, on, uh, on my Insta- on on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. That's cool, I man. I don't know who they are. <laughs> oh, right on. I, I did link up a lot of our videos that, that you were in mm-hmm. just to, to get the, the idea out there that, yeah. hey, there's there's people that are real people mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Meet them, talk to them, have fun. Yeah, it's 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 cool. I was like, um, so I have to be more active on on Instagram. You do. Yeah, I've I've let my at Vic Sabe kind of fall apart. Yeah, I got to be more. So active um, on it. yeah, we got to get a little more active and and really like turn it into something. Yeah, absolutely. So that's my plan for uh, that's my plan for this weekend. Cool so, man. Cool. I have probably begun the fade out. Oh yeah. And then faded out.